You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step by step how to meet and seduce beautiful women. Women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week long fling, or a long term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello, and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode here where we're doing an interview with a a very good friend of mine. His name is Dr. Benjamin Ritter. And we're talking about some of the deeper meanings behind meeting women, sleeping with women, the whole dating process. And we truly go deep. And, And I like this episode because I'm doing something different here. You know, not just analyzing, which is what I guess I normally do pretty often in a lot of these episodes, but really getting down to the why. And that's what I really like to do. So me and Ben sat down in my place in Chicago, and we had a very, like I said, deep conversation, and you're going to be listening in on it. So it's not just us kind of sitting here and giving you advice, but you really get to get a sneak peek on some of the conversations that I have with my friends who are so cool. And of course, you know, he's not just my friend. He is someone who does coach people and help people through their struggles in pretty much any area of their life. I call him a life coach, but you'll see soon enough that he's got a a different and much cooler title for himself. But yes, uh, we did meet through the coaching community and became friends. And, you know, spending time with him, I've I've really learned a lot of cool stuff. And I said, you know what, you got to be in the podcast because you got to share this stuff with my guys. And he said, of course, I help guys. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. You do help guys. He helps guys, like I said, in all areas, not just dating. So you do have a chance to actually work with him if you think he's a smart guy and if you really connect with what he has to say. So let's get into it. Here is my interview with Dr. Benjamin Winter. Hey, Ben, how you doing, man? I'm doing a wonderful trip. How are you? I'm doing great. Here with Ben Ritter. What would you say your title is when people ask you what you do for a living? What do you, what do you say? Internal Leadership Development Coach. Internal Leadership Development Coach. Okay. It's a mouthful. It is a mouthful. Okay, so you help people develop how to internally lead themselves? Mm, Perfect, yeah. Is that right? I develop the internal leader. You help develop the internal leader within the person. Mm -hmm. Imagine that little little person inside you helping you make all your decisions and kind of has that little voice of who you are and what you're capable of and kind of keeps you on track to what you actually want in life. Okay. And a lot of people, their voice is not very strong, is it? Or maybe it is strong, but in a way that's tearing them down and telling them they're not good enough, they can't do something, they don't deserve something, right? We have a lot of voices in our head, for one thing. We have society, friends, you know, peer pressure, social pressure, cultural pressure. But we also have a voice that helped us get to where we are today. And a lot of times where we want to go, that voice can't help us with. So it's not only about developing your current voice, but it's about helping you like create skills to create a new voice. Okay. And that new voice, it almost sounds like working out in a way. <laughs> Very much so. Right? So you're working out to create a new body, whatever that body is that you desire. Yeah, and it's strategic. Because a lot of times we know how to work out, right? We know we make a workout plan, we eat a certain way, we get a gym membership. 
But a lot of times we don't do that for ourselves. And so we just kind of rely on who our old voice was to get us to where we want to be without making that plan, without being strategic. What do you mean we don't do that for ourselves? Well, if we want to like meet and attract a certain type of woman, right? a lot of times when it's women, so we don't really pinpoint the type of person that we want. We're not intentional about it. And we're not like really focusing on what skills we actually need. And so we're just kind of trying to find anything. And maybe that anything doesn't relate to who we really are or where we actually find value. And so we don't really create a plan. We don't hire a coach, right? We just buy all the books we can, whatever books like top, you know, top Amazon seller at the moment. And we just kind of do it unstrategically. And that's kind of what I mean by having a plan. Got it. And you help people with that plan. Yeah, I mean, it's, I help people basically get a university degree in themselves. Cool. Yeah. Well, I like that. I haven't heard that one. Okay. <laughs> well, there's homework. <laughs> so you're, you're literally getting like worksheets yeah. about the things that you need to work on and want to work on and yeah. choose to work on. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why I try to in most of my podcasts. I don't get to do it with all of them, but I try to give guys action steps or a way to implement the information they just learned so they can actually get results in their life, right? I'm not into uh, people just having mental masturbation and just being entertained by the fact that they're listening to this podcast. So listening to this podcast, I would assume that they want help in an area and specifically this area of meeting and dating women. So I want them to get results. A lot of people will just kind of listen for the entertainment reason and not do anything with it. And it sounds like you, when you get a client, when you're working with someone, it's not just about talking to them and making them feel better, but it's about really implementing a plan, a strategy to get to where it is that they want to go, wherever that may be. Exactly. If you say you want to do something, you know, you, you have your, your what. We're then going to talk about your how. So we're going to have like specific steps, times, dates, <laughs> assignments. And then we're going to dive into your why. Like, why is that important to you? Because if you don't actually like define, understand your why, you'll, you're not going to follow through. You won't be motivated. You won't find personal meaning from the things that you actually want. And I think a lot of people miss out on that extra step. Like they maybe pick kind of like some sort of why, but their why, like they don't really fully understand it. Like what's the deeper meaning behind it? And it's because there's multiple levels to, to your why. It's like an onion, right? You have the top layer, like why do you want that? Because that's going to mean something... XYZ to me. Well, hey, let's let's use yeah, the example, use example. Of, of meeting women. Okay. So why do you want to meet why do you want a supermodel? All right. So because why? Like so what would be a response to that? Why do you want a supermodel? Because they're hot. They're hot. Okay. So what does getting someone that's hot mean to you? Well, <laughs> it's funny because I can answer in what I think is like the, deep, <laughs> the deeper reason, but a guy might not answer. So I'll just try to answer what a person would say without knowing some of the deeper stuff because it's more enjoyable to be with someone who's hot than someone who's not because I'm attracted to them. Okay. So you're attracted to someone. It's an enjoyable to, to get them, sleep with them. Let's say sleep with them. So it's enjoyable to sleep with them. What does it mean to sleep with someone that's attractive? So it's enjoyable. So, you, so what is enjoyable about, about that? What's enjoyable about sleeping with an attractive woman? Just the act? Just the act. I'll feel cool. I'll feel cool for you feel cool. It. Okay. Yeah. So feeling cool is important. Yeah. Okay. So what is it about feeling cool that's important to you? If I feel cool, then, my, my fr- then other people think I'm cool. Okay. So other people think cool. So let's just stop right there. But then I'm going to ask, can other things in your life make you feel cool? 
the same way that sleeping with an attractive woman can? I'd say, say work, I guess. Maybe work makes me feel cool. Work, I think, so if I, if I was to ask most guys who are probably listening to this podcast and ask them if there's anything else in their life that would make them feel as cool as sleeping with an attractive woman would, I think a lot of them would probably say no. Okay. Yeah. And, then <laughs> right. be, and then I would say, why? What is so important about sleeping with an attractive woman? Maybe it's just, maybe when we get down to it, it's just having the experience. I'm like, what's important about that experience to you? And it could be just like something to check off their list. I'm like, okay, great. So now you fully understand the reason behind this. The reason behind you wanting to sleep with an attractive woman, like a supermodel, is because you want to check it off your list. So then when we think about it, how important is that really to you, <laughs> right? So the meaning behind that might be enough to motivate you to do it, but now at least we understand the fact that this is something, this, like we understand the importance of it. The importance really isn't that great. It's just something you want to check off. So understanding like the why is important because then it kind of gauges where you are at, like how much meaning you actually place to this. So that's good. It's good to understand. There's no right or wrong answer. Mm-hmm. Got your, you got your what, you got your how, and now we know your why. And the why is important for motivation, but also to gauge the level of like importance. Yeah. I mean, I even think that for a lot of guys, it's probably not to check off the experience. Yeah. Right. I think it's probably has to do with loneliness, mm. companionship. Yeah. So we're getting to that. The primal urge of just wanting to be with another woman. But of course, you're not going to just want to want any woman. You want someone attractive. Right. So it's like that combination of I want to be with someone, I desire to be with someone for that feeling of, we'll just say companionship. And of course, part of that is sex. And then you want it with someone who's really attractive. And maybe part of the, of course, I I do believe that men want to be with an attractive woman because it feels nice to be an attractive woman, but then there's the deeper part of validation, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, you feel better as a person or a man if you sleep with a 10 versus sleeping with a five, because there's more value. Yeah, we, go in into, that. we go into that aspect of it. So sleeping with someone kind of rates for yourself how, how good you are as a man, how important you are as a man. And then you can uncover that and say, well, then is that a good indicator of my like internal belief and my levels of confidence? You can question that. You're like, well, why do I believe that? So then uncovering that, like, if you really do get to that deep-seated why, that sleeping with an attractive woman is how you rate yourself as a human being, then you can start working on, okay, so then maybe this goal that I have shouldn't be my goal. Maybe the goal of defining who I am as a human being and finding, like, actual indicators of, of my value that actually are, like, my value, not just some external achievement becomes the most important thing that you start working on. Your values, the things that you believe are important. Because if you find out that your why behind your goal isn't actually associated to your goal, then you need to potentially redefine your goal. Now, if we go back to companionship, this idea of companionship, if sleeping with an attractive person is because you want companionship, Again, is that the best way to achieve that goal? What is companionship to you? Is it a one-night stand? Or is companionship for you right now in your life a long-term relationship? So it's kind of getting into some deep-seated deep, deep right. seated whys here. Yeah. 
But understanding your why then helps you redefine your goal. Because if the underlying factor of your goal of sleeping with an attractive woman is really just defining your value as a man, then it's time to pick a new goal. <laughs> pick a new way to define your value as a man. Why? Because external achievements like sleeping with an attractive woman doesn't define you as a human being. It doesn't define you as a man. is isn't a good definition of your masculinity. I don't know. That's what society says. <laughs> well, then right? we need to create a course for kids in school that actually goes over what it means to be human or what masculinity is. Right. So, then with that being said, what do you think masculinity is? Or even why is that external achievement not a big deal? So, sidebarring what masculinity is. Yeah. I think that external achievement is a big deal is, is because we've allowed it to define our success as men. I used it as how I defined myself as a man in the past. I mean, I've gone through the, the pickup journey and going out and trying to, you know, going and getting the tens, right? <laughs> and making that my indicator of success. But it isn't, it isn't fulfilling and doesn't actually define you. I think one of the reasons why it isn't fulfilling at the end of the day is because just doing it once doesn't really help you complete the process. I'm not sure why. Maybe we can dive into that. But it's not like you go, I slept with a 10 or I, whatever, I made out with this hot girl at a club. You're not going to be done after that. It's not going to fulfill you just doing it once. You're going to feel you need to do it all the time. I was thinking about this the other day, kind of preparing for our talk, and I don't really remember a lot of my experiences. And so that kind of highlighted the fact that, great, I had that experience, it was nice in the moment, but now, a couple years later, that experience is not even a part of me anymore. Right. Like, maybe it helped me evolve and realize that the, that experience was, like, not truly what I wanted, and maybe it was nice to check off the bucket list, kind of say, right? Because it was an experience. Everything we have in life is just an experience. I don't remember them. And so then how important is something that you don't truly remember, right? In your whole, in like the whole scheme of life and the whole big picture. Because this, this is about the big picture. The things you care about today, you're probably not going to care about tomorrow or a year from now. So if you can take that into account, then you have to accept the fact that the things that you're attaching so much emotion to, like this idea of sleeping with a model, is just for the experience, right? Maybe it's because you are evolving, right? There's different deep-seated issues we're saying, but really in the whole scheme of things, it's not going to matter that much. Right. But I have to admit, the things that I have experienced in the past have brought me to where I am today. Right. So learning how to be social, learning how to date and attract women, gave me a lot of skill sets mm -hmm. and helped me be the person that I am today. It helped me walk into a room and have the presence that I have, right? It helped me be able to do what I do for my clients. It helped me have the girlfriend that I have. It helped me to have the dates that I go on. So it was essential to me being where I am today. But attaching a level of emotion, stress, frustration, anxiety to those experiences is self-defeating. Mm -hmm. It doesn't serve the ultimate purpose. Right. Yeah. I would say it'd be good to look at that as a stepping stone. So it's, it's like, okay, you, you desire to be with someone you're really attracted to. You probably don't feel worthy of that in the beginning, which is why you never were with someone who's attractive. You learn some things, you listen to maybe a podcast like this, you got some techniques down, and then you 
accomplish that goal or had that experience of sleeping with someone who you're very attracted to. And then you can use that as an experience, as a building block to move forward. Say, hey, I can do this now. This is something that I'm able to do. And, you know, you learn that it has nothing to do with, you know, maybe how much money you have or what you look like, but more about how you feel as yourself, as a person and your confidence and things like that. And that can project you to a whole new level, you know? I mean, I think that that it did it for me too in my journey where, and I think most guys go through this, is you kind of start at this place where uh, you really want to meet girls. You're like in your 20s and you're young and you're not thinking about much except for, okay, like I got to get a job and I want to meet girls, right? It's kind of like the guy mentality when you're, you know, 22 years old. And so at least that was what it was for me. I don't know if it was like that for you. But yeah, so then you work on that and that's a really hard thing to work on, right? For a guy to work on being able to go up to an attractive girl and say hello, let alone flirt with her or whatever, physically escalate with her or try to get her on a date or have sex with her. Very, very hard things for a guy to do, especially a shy guy. And then they accomplish that. You're kind of like, well, if I can do that, what's harder than that? Why can't I be a guy who can go public speak, start a business, be able to walk into a room confidently, talk to my friends in the way that I couldn't in the past because I was too scared or make new friends or be able to, you know, show up to a little hangout with new people and be able to confidently introduce yourself and start a conversation without fear, without that old shyness, right? So it's like it translates into this bigger thing. I would just hope that guys who are listening, I think that's the healthy experience instead of going down what could be an addictive path. I think that all depends too and we can go really deep into like psychological stuff, but people who are uh, trying to meet women or attract women, maybe for who, who knows, their mother or father didn't love them enough. Uh, they got bullied in school. They secretly actually hate women. So they just want to kind of like have sex with them and just like drop them, you know, whatever it is behind everything that they're trying to do to make themselves feel better from maybe things that happened in the past. But I'd hope that People can use this information to grow more as a person and project it into something bigger than just, hey, I'm cool now because I had sex with a, a 10. And I air quote a 10, you know. Yeah, well, it, is, it is dangerous because, I mean, I've seen it myself. You get involved in dating and relationship advice and you start reading everything and going on forums, listening to podcasts, watching videos. And then you go practice it, hopefully, right? You, get, you actually go out and you succeed. And then you learn from it, hopefully, and graduate to discovering yourself and finding out who you truly are, because now you have the confidence to do that and make friends and approach women as you are. Like, there's an important aspect to routines and stuff. There's an important aspect to trying some of the things that are out there just to try them, just experience them and see what they're like. I don't think they're not what works, right? What works is that you're putting yourself out there but some people don't take that extra step into discovering who they are and becoming confident in themselves and finding their values and meeting people that have similar values and creating a beautiful relationship. They get stuck before that step and they stay in that obsessive kind of compulsive mentality of I have to learn the next routine, I have to learn the next thing to say, I need to keep going out, I need to... So they live in a bubble of falsehood and trying to find the next best thing because it's like, it's like almost like they, they keep trying to win instead of finding out that just living life and being who they are is like the real goal and the real trophy. Why do you think that's the real trophy? 
I don't mean to challenge you. I just want to, you know, we could sit here all day and say, it's better to do it this way. It's healthier to just be striving to learn how to be more comfortable or be you or be yourself. But why even bother to do that? What does that do for you? Knowing who you truly are after finding out who you truly are, right? Really working through some stuff because it takes, takes some work. Discovering your values and then living in accordance to them creates a level of fulfillment and satisfaction with life that you really can't get. You get to a point where getting that promotion, getting that raise, getting that next hot girlfriend doesn't matter anymore. Like this idea of external achievements become important just because you know that maybe it would improve like your income or just because you find that person more attractive is you're going to enjoy that experience a little bit more. But ultimately, when you, when you get to a point where you are living congruently with who you are as a person, instead of striving for something else, you start enjoying the moments, right? You start to really see life for, for what it really is, not some rat race. Just the fact that like we're breathing every second, every day. I'm getting a little frou-frou right now. <laughs> but what is truly the meaning of life? It's not a promotion. It's not a raise. It's not the next girl. It's the fact that you're here living and breathing and walking around and can look around and say like, great, like my frustrations, my stress, my anxieties are not dictating how much pleasure I'm getting from today. The amount of money I have in my pocket is not dictating how much, like how happy I am today. My girlfriend is not dictating how happy I am today. Look around the world. People living in such poverty, right? People living with practically nothing. People on the streets still with a smile on their face, right? They're not stressing out about like getting this next, next job or next girl. And I think that's, that's why it's important. That's why the trophy is just living life and knowing who you truly are. So you can be happy in the moments where you don't have external validation. So you don't rely on anything but being, is what you're saying. Exactly. Oh, we got deep. I just got off my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's funny because whenever I have deep conversations like this, I feel like it always comes back to the same thing. Always. Which is presence being and awareness, right? As Eckhart Tolle would say, the power of now, the power of the moment in front of you, not dreading the future and not being caught up in the past, but the moment in front of you, which is all you have, which is what life is. Life is not what happened yesterday, and it's not what's going to happen five minutes from now. Life is what's happening in the actual moment in itself right now. It's funny that it always comes back to that. And it reminds me of like, fuck, I got to... I got to tap into that more myself of, you know, what, and however that may be, maybe meditating more just, or being, uh, sitting in gratitude for the things that are happening in the moment right now, instead of always wanting more and more and more, which reminds me too, there's something similar that happens in business as well, is you get caught up in the same thing. Okay, so the comparison with, with dating women and maybe starting a business or climbing the corporate ladder, you always want hotter and hotter for dating and you always want more and more money. And all of a sudden, you know, what you're making now, let's say in business is great, but then you want more and then you like jump up to income levels and you forget how happy you were at that last income level, but you just want more and more and more. When does it end? When does wanting more end? It, it doesn't. It doesn't end. It doesn't end. Yeah. I mean, if you're in that. Until. If you're in that. Until kind of where you get to where you, what you were talking about before. And I'd add to that, that it's not just about 
gratitude, about meditation or anything like that. It's about being curious. And so if you can find a way when you feel an emotion to be curious about it, or if you, when, you, when you can find a way to live your moments in your life through curiosity, through like, oh, this is interesting. Let me see what's going on here. Or that girl's interesting. I want to find out about her. I want to just ask her some questions. See what she's like. Oh, I'm really attracted to that girl. Why am I attracted to that girl like that? Why do I feel this way? What's going on? When you can start being curious about yourself and about your world, then you like disassociate from the, the need for the external validation. You disassociate from the stress. You disassociate from the anxiety. And you are actually able to be present. So you're saying tapping into your curiosity, curiosity can help you be in the moment. I steered away from the comparison between business and work, but a lot of times we, we perceive dating as a very unique and different type of situation. And so we don't act very strategically. <laughs> we don't act with curiosity. But at work, right, we go in, we show up for work on time, we plan for the promotion, we get our work done, we build relationships. And if we could take like a lot of our times, if you're if you have like a if you're career oriented, <laughs> you could take like your level of strategicness and curiosity and planning that you have with work and apply it to other areas of your life, you'll find some extreme success, right? It'll be it'll mimic how successful you are in the corporate world and business world. It's funny because we were talking about that earlier, right? The fact that people will strive so hard at their job but they won't put that same effort. They'll strive really hard to make money, which is a great thing. I I have no judgment behind that. However, is that they'll do that and work so hard, nine to five, but they don't put the same type of effort, even I would say a third of the amount of effort into their dating and relationships. If you work eight hours a day, eight to 10 hours, you're like 40 to 50 hours a week work. Sometimes you work from home too on the weekends. So looking at like 50 hours a week minimum in work, how many hours a week do you practice meeting women? How many hours a week do you spend making friends? If you're lucky, you spend a couple hours a week maybe, maybe three-fourths of that you're inebriated, intoxicated, and not even of the right mind. Like, can you imagine going to work and trying to get a promotion drunk? <laughs> like, <laughs> how intentional are you being? And, not, and again, associate the right amount of meaning to it, right? What does it mean to you? Why do you want that? But are you intentionally trying to craft the life you want with women? Just as much as you're intentionally trying to craft the life you want at work. I'd say most guys are probably not doing that. If you're listening right now and you are doing that and you're putting in at least one hour of work per week, taking action, I'm not talking about listening to a podcast, but actually taking action on all the stuff that I talk about in the podcast, on my YouTube videos, in my programs. If you're doing that, give yourself a pat on the back. If you're not doing that, do not give yourself a pat on the back, but give yourself a push forward to start to do that. Because I think that that is what's going to lead you to being happier by taking action and not sitting back and just, uh, like I said earlier, mental masturbation. But also, to kind of come full circle here, is do it for the right reasons. Ask yourself, like Ben was saying, why? 
why you're doing it, why is it important to you, what's the reason, is there a quote unquote healthy reason, maybe it's something deeper. Either way, I don't think that should stop you from taking action, but at least that gives you some answers into what's going on in your brain and knowing that maybe there's other areas where you might need to think about besides just trying to meet women. Do you get what I'm saying here, Ben, when I say that? Yeah, you want to, like all our listeners right now, take out a sheet of paper and a pen because writing is so much more effective than just thinking. Write down what you want what you want when it comes to dating and meeting women. And write the one thing about how you're going to start working towards it. Just one thing. Literally one thing. Now write one thing that can get in your way. Even if it's as simple as you just not doing the one thing that's going to help you get there. Just the one thing that can get in your way. Now think about how can you prevent that one thing from actually happening. If it's you, then do you need to set like a schedule every week for yourself? Do you need to hire a coach? Do you need to get an accountability buddy? Simple, strategic plan of action. Now, ask yourself, why is that goal important? Why does it matter to you? And ask yourself why a couple times. And then actually like fully accept like how meaningful this goal is. Like what is truly the meaning to you? Like, like why is this important? And allow that to motivate you, but also allow you to see like, the, like in reality, how important this is. In the whole scheme of life and things, how important this thing is for you. Now go do it. <laughs> now go take some action. Now go do it and be curious about it and yeah. find out, well, there's a lot of things you can find out. Was it as hard as you thought it was going to be? Was it as rewarding as you thought it was going to be? And then just do that for the next thing and the next thing. Right, exactly. If you guys want to work with Ben... He is a, well, I just call him a life coach because I just keep it simple. But he is the (laughs) internal development leader strategy. What is it again? (laughs) Internal leadership development. Internal, it sounds so corporate. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm a doctor. I have to be. That's right. He has his doctorate in organizational leadership. Organizational leadership to help you organize your leadership inside of you. But no, Ben is great. He's actually been a coach of mine as well. He is currently coaching me on <laughs> eating more food. We call it smashing. So he'll text me every couple of days and go, are you smashing? Which means, <laughs> am I eating more food? And, uh, and it has helped. I have not only gone to the gym consistently, but I've put on the weight that I've been trying to put on and, and all that. But, but yeah, so whatever, I mean, you work with any area, really, that anyone's trying to solve. Pretty much when, it, you're, when you're getting in your own way. When you're getting in your own yeah. way to whatever your goal is. Pretty much. So, yeah, highly endorse uh, working with Ben. Ben is also, uh, and I like to say this when I do have guests on that are actually my friends, because I have a lot of guests on. They're not always my friends, but he is uh, a good friend of mine as well here in Chicago. So, obviously, I endorse him to the fullest, but I should say not only because, well, actually, I really should say because he's my friend too. People think, oh, okay, yeah, he's just your friend. But it's like, well, of course, I like this guy so much. And I don't just endorse his work, but I like to spend my time with him because he's a very smart and caring and good person. So anyways, I'm going to put his information in the show notes for you guys to uh, reach out to him. But real quick, if they want to work with you, Ben, how can they do that? Pretty simple. Just go to liveforyourselfconsulting.com and you can find all the information there. 
And I just want to say thank you, Trip. Yeah. For saying such kind words. I appreciate them a lot. And I'm very happy to be your friend too. <laughs> and we're gonna go we're gonna smash some food and some yes. weights uh, shortly. Yes, I love it. Thanks, man. Live for yourself consulting.com. Check it out, Ben, the man. And then trip. <laughs>